Welcome to a brand new episode of Shakespeare Saga by Julia George. Today marks the 201st episode of Shakespeare Saga, and we are starting with Comedy of Errors. A major promotions of Awara Bank, the best online banking service, Google Pay for all your international money transfers, and the Zenities app, the best meditation app to try. Try today on Amazon App Stores and on Google Play App Stores. So without any further delay, let me continue with Comedy of Errors, Act 1, Scene 1. A hall in the Duke's palace. Enter Duke, Agnion, Goeller, officers, and other attendants. Agion, proceed, Solanus, to procure my fall. And by doom of death, and woes and all. Duke, merchant of Syracuse, plead no more. I am not partial to infringe our laws. The enmity and discord which of late sprung from the rancorous outrage of your duke to merchants and well-dealing countrymen who wanting guilders to redeem their lives have sealed his rigorous statues with their bloods excludes all pity from our threatening looks for since the mortal and intestine jars twixt the seditions countrymen and us in hath and solemn synods been decreed both by the Sikorkosian and ourselves to admit no traffic to our adverse towns, nay more if any born at Ephesus be seen at Syracusian marts and fairs. Again, if any Syracusian born come to the bay of Ephesus, he dies, his good confiscate to the duke's dispose, unless a thousand marks be levied to quit the penalty and to ransom him. Thy substance, valued at the highest rate, cannot amount unto a hundred marks. Therefore, by law thou art condemned to die. Yet this my comfort, when your words are done, my woes end likewise with the evening sun. Duke, well, Syracusian, say in brief the cause why thou dartest from thy native home. And for what cause thou camest at Ephesus? Age, a heavier task could not have been imposed than I speak to my griefs unspeakable, yet that the world may witness that my end may rot by nature, not by wild offense. I'll utter what my sorrow gives me leave. In Circus was I born, and wed unto a woman happy but for me, and by me too, had not our hap been bad. With her I lived in joy, our wealth increased by prosperous voyages I often made to Epidemonum, till my fac factor's death, and the great care of goods at Brandon left, drew me from kind embracements of my spouse, from whom my absence was not six months old, before herself, almost at fainting under, and pleasing punishment that women bear, had made provisions all for her following me, and soon and safe arrived where I was. There had she not been long, but she became a joyful mother of two godly sons, and which was strange, the one so like the other, as could not be distinguished but by names. That very hour, and in the self-same inn, a meaner woman was delivered, 
of such a burden. Male twins, both alike, those for their parents were exceeding poor. I bought and bought up to attend my sons. My wife, not meanly, proud of two such boys, made daily motions of our home return. Unwilling, I agreed, alas, too soon we came aboard. A league from Epidemonum had we sailed before the always wind obeying deep gave any tragic instance of our harm, but longer did we not retain much hope. What obscured light and heavens did grant, did the convey unto our fearful minds a doubtful warrant and immediate death, which thought myself would gladly have embraced, yet the incessant weepings of my life, weeping before of what she saw must come, and piteous plainings of the pretty babes, and mourned the fashion ignorant what to fear, forced me to seek delays for them and me, and this is what was for other means has none. Sailors sought for safety of our boat and left the ship and sinking ripe to us. My wife, more careful for the later born, has fastened unto a small spare mast, such a seafaring men provide for storms. To him, one of the other twins was bound. Whilst I had been like heedful to the other, the children thus disposed, my wife and I, fixing our eyes on whom our care was fixed, fastened ourselves at the either and the mast, and floating straight, obedient to the stream, was carried towards Corinth, as we thought, at length in sun gazing upon the earth, dispersed those vapors that offended us, and benefit of his wished light, the sea waxed calm, and we discovered two ships from far making a main to us, a Corinth that appeared as this. But the air that came, oh, let me see no more, gather the sequel by that went before. Duke, nay, forward, old man, do not break off so, for we may pity, though not pardon thee, Aggie. Oh, had the gods done so, I had not now worthily termed them merciless to us, for ere the ships could meet the twice five leagues, one we were encountered by the mighty rocks, which being divorced to us. The rest will be continued in the next segment. Appreciate the lessons. That's it for this one.